What's up, everybody? Back again. This week has been epic. I've been rock climbing twice now with Lady Dash. That's quite the experience. Uh, my beagle, Amber, she got her cone off, so things are looking bright there. Or oh, what else? I just skated and uh, had a great session at Skater's Edge in Taunton, Mass. And legendary skateboarder Donnie Bartley is on the podcast, man. He was my first guest ever. And uh, I've known Donnie for a long time. We said a lot in this one, so I know you're going to enjoy it. And thank you guys, everyone out there, for listening. Thank you, skateboarders, for being authentically unique. And thank you, everybody. This is the Shetland Show. Whatever you do, you have one thing that's unique. You have the ability to make up. And when things get tough, this is what you should do. Microphone check, one, two, one, two. Microphone check, one, two, one, two. I hope they get it, I'm sick of explaining history I'm rolling with a circle of winners, we claim the victories Yeah, come on It's about to be the realest shit you ever heard You're in a transitional world right now Yeah, it's just basically going for it you know, Sometimes you don't think about getting hurt or slamming But, you know, it happens It's skateboarding, you know, it happens every day Yeah People are worried about skateboarding and the skate state of the industry. Yeah. The truth is, we are the industry. Yeah. Skateboarders are the industry. Experience, I guess, just because there's like I've never seen like that many skaters in one place. Just like it's like we take over the streets. All right, people, what's up? We're here in the Barley Manor. Uh, I drove down to Newport, Rhode Island. I'm here with Mr. Donnie Barley. Great skateboarder, but more importantly, one of my fucking closest friends, for sure. Yeah, yeah Donnie. Thanks, buddy. No worries, dude. Love you, man. What type of cookie is this your lady made us? Oh. What'd she say? It's pumpkin something? Yeah, pumpkin cream cheese, maybe? Yeah, that's what it was, pumpkin cream, cream yeah. cheese. And that is that what that is? It looked like a macadamia. I though. haven't even had one yet. I just picked out, so I'm going to have one in a little bit, though. Damn. Good? Yeah, super good. Yeah. I, this is my second one. <laughs> um, Alright, so how I want to start this out is I just wanted to talk about your day. How's your day going? What you do today? Um, Yeah, I did a bunch of things. I went over to my boy Jay's house, helped him do a few things around his house. He just had his knee replaced. Him? Yeah. From skating? No, no, no. He's um just a friend. Yeah, he, but no, uh, did he hurt his knee skating? No, no, he's oh. not even a skateboarder. Oh, no. oh, that's yeah. what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, how does the average person blow their knee out? Was he like running? Um, yeah, he had had uh, ACL surgery a couple different times, and now he's like fifty-eight. Damn. Yeah. So, so, that so time. yeah, he's been waiting a few years to get his knee replaced. You know, yeah. so finally he just went for it. So he's all stoked. He's yeah. going through the recovery right now, but he's stoked. Hell yeah, that recovery is a bitch. Like, I hurt my knees a bunch, and every time it's just like, <sighs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. What else did you do today? Yeah, then I went um, went over to see my other buddy named Jay, ironically. Double J? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> and um, kicked it at his house. Um, and uh, he's a good dude. He's a uh, he's a quadriplegic, actually. Wow, really? Yeah, Damn. yeah. He's a good friend of mine. Wait, and, so he uh, can't use his arms or legs? Nah, nah. Yeah, he can't. He can't. When he was eighteen, he um he got in a BMX accident. Yeah. Oh, bike scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I knew I was right he, for that. He's scorpioned. Oh my god. And, um, 
but yeah, no, he's uh, he's about forty four now. Yeah, I and, think I've uh, met him before. Yeah, you've seen him. You've brought him. He's like come out to like yeah. skate games with you. Yeah, yeah, he's been around. Um, yep, yeah, he's great. And uh, I just went over there just to get some work done. I, I work, you know, for Element. Yeah. And um, doing a lot of sales these days. So I was, you know, on the phone making. I was, you know, making tons of phone calls and emailing folks. You know, what's in the warehouse availability? Just hey. doing, doing my sales gig. That's awesome. Yeah, That's I like so cool. I like to, you know, work from just different destinations every once in a while. You know, the kids get home from school and then the house gets chaotic sometimes. And uh, so just, um, yeah, sometimes I just pack up the the computer and go to other places. <laughs> that freedom's awesome. Coffee shops. <laughs> yeah, no, it's dude. Most it's people are st- like the average person's like stuck in a cubicle, like, yeah. and they're working with people they don't even know. And it's like you're driving to a coffee shop to make some phone calls, <laughs> yeah, check yeah. in with the shop, like you need a flat bar or something. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's, it's great. You know, I'm pretty grateful for for my job, man. I tell you, you know, with children and stuff, it's um just such a blessing, you know, to have steady income and security you know little, i mean was it two little girls yeah yep yep charlotte eight and eloise is four so um you know dude I, I do pretty good you know it's it's crazy to um you know graduate from from the skateboarder to to learning you know about the business and to have an opportunity where the people are patient enough to to kind of guide me and and you and you know help me build my value so i can you know bring value back you know to to the company and stuff yeah it's 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 been like i said man it's um i'm I'm really grateful because there was a couple years there where stuff was um really tough you know just kind of knowing that i could still skate obviously and and do my thing but i mean that times change you know yeah and um you know and in your heart changes too you know you have a couple kids and you know you go from being you know this excessive aggressive you know um skateboard guy to like you know raising these beautiful kids that love you right back you know yeah and um well we were kind of talking about that when we were in the van earlier it was mm -hmm. just like when you're young you're just kind of like you just go for it the world's new to you so it's like there's like drugs alcohol there's traveling there's girls like my friends right now are 19 and 20 and they're like having their first breakups you know and like i'm just thinking about when you're young it's so chaotic like everyone says like yeah being young is awesome I love getting older because I think young people don't have it even close to figured out and they have anxiety and worry and they're freaking out because they're young and they're they're making mistakes and they're learning and like I'm 33 now. How old are you? Uh, 42. 42. So yeah. like I, I, I like getting older because I feel like I know myself better. I can kind of reflect and look back. You have more time to like kind of look back at so you can gauge like what's going on, you know? Yeah, I, I'm in a way different, you know, a lot more peaceful, you know, healthy place. Um, Hell yeah, that's goal. That's a life goal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, so I can definitely relate, you know. Um, I can definitely relate. I had a lot of fun when I was younger and stuff, but definitely you know um well, we'll navigating get, you know navigating life you know with all those unknowns and stuff um we'll get into some of that later but sure. I, I wanted to talk to you more about children and specifically i wanted to tell you a story but i just because my niece i was telling you outside a little bit my, my niece is 17 and she just gave birth and uh i was in the room donnie seriously and like I was in there, and I didn't know anything about, like, pregnancy and giving birth or anything like that. I didn't know what I was getting into. Just from, like, what I saw on TV, I knew there would be some yelling, some pain, and then, Mm -hmm. like, the baby comes out. Holy shit, dude. Two hours. 
my knees pushed for two hours, and you had to wait from the contractions. When they came, she had to push like three hard times, and she was like crying and like yeah. it was so intense. And I didn't realize it would take two hours to push the baby to a point where you can just barely see its head. Yeah, like, tra- crowning. Exactly. <laughs> like two hours. That's, well, that seems that's, so barbaric to me. That's cool. She let you, uh, you know. Well, that, we're, my question is, you've had two. Yes. Have you? Did you see the? Have yeah. you seen it? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Both times. Yeah, both times just kind of sitting there in awe, you know, um, right there playing catch. You know? Damn. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. You probably did that, huh? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Did you yeah. cut the thing? Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, cut the cord. Oh, uh, yeah. No, it's trippy, huh? Did you see them uh, take out the, the placenta and all that Dude. stuff? Dude. All right, it's, I'll it's continue. Wild. I'll it's, continue. It's, we're definitely aliens. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? We're like, you're like, whoa, man. Like the the circuitry, like yeah. the inner workings of, um, you know, just biology, and it's just fascinating. Yeah. So I totally agree. The first thing I thought was, I was like, we're so we're animals. Like even my niece, she's like all I could think of was a cow giving birth. You know, when you see it in a YouTube video, you're like, holy shit, a life is coming out of that life. And like to see a human do that was like. My, like you said, aliens. I'm like, yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. You know, I don't know why I say aliens, but it's just for me, you know, seeing... Cause it's cut, an- cutting the cord with something, you know, just different colored, like, big tubes and veins and stuff. And oh, like, my God. And that one's, you know, it's like one's for oxygen, one's for feeding, and... Oh, yeah, I, I didn't even know, think of you that. You know, it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know everything there, but... Um, Dr. Barley. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's wild. It's wild. I'm, yeah, I was, I'm psyched I did that, too. And, um, and uh, yeah, we're, the kids are asleep. They don't know yet, but we're, we're having another baby. So. Yeah, that's so sick. I know, we're thrilled. We're stoked. We're, we're, yeah, we're thrilled. It's, um, I, I've been kind of... You know, working a lot, so I've had a little bit of anxiety. You yeah, know, because because yeah. I'm like, whew, you know, it's gonna I mean, change I the game normal. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's totally normal. Um, you know, and I just, uh, but yeah, it, you know, we're happy. You know, we're. It's just, um, you know, some of my friends have been like, "Whoa, three was like a game changer. Like the whole car situation changes because there's like a third. You know, you need to provide like a third seat. Yeah. And then, um, you know, if there's, you know, two of them playing together, the third one's kind of out of the picture and fussing about, you know, just weird things that people say, you know. But we're, we, you know, we're we're just, we know, we already know, you know, everything. Like, well, you guys likes what have. you make of it, you know what I mean? And you have practice, you and, have two of them, yeah, so you're kind of yeah. ready. Yeah, no, it's it's cool to have, you know, the, when we were pregnant with Charlotte, my oldest, you know, it was, it was gosh, I, I was overwhelmed, you know, with fear. Yeah, yeah, just really just overwhelmed and um and it was tough cuz um you know I just felt like, you know, uh you know, gosh, I don't even do I have what it takes, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. I I have that feeling now. You know? I'm scared of it. Yeah. I, I that's why we haven't done it. I'm like, I don't know if I can handle it. And and then, you know, that was that was um she'll she'll be 9 in January. So you know, I was, you know, still partying a bit and stuff yeah. and sort of struggling with some of that stuff, yep. you know, and like, um, yeah, I just didn't feel like you're ready, but like with the, they, they say that, you know, they're like, you know what, when it comes to having children, you're never going to feel like you're ready. It's just everybody feels it, you know? Yeah, I've heard so, that. So, um, do you feel like it changed you? Like the first child, did you feel like, yeah, it oh, big forced time. you to huge, like, huge, 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 yeah, it, that was like sort of the beginning of a transition yeah, yeah. In, in my life definitely like that started um 
a new sort of beginning of, you know, looking at things a little differently, you know, a, a lot differently. Yeah, because really. before you're yeah. just like, you could kind of be selfish and focus on yourself. Yeah. But I guess when you have a kid, it's like yep. that. I was a successful athlete with a big bank account. Um, yeah, exactly. I had, you know, zero responsibility. I could do whatever I wanted. And I did all that. You know, yeah. I did. I did exactly that. I did. You know, I was lawless. Um, I, you know, abused everything I possibly could to excess. Indulgence is a good thing. Including women, you know, including, I mean, you name it, you know, and then, um, but then, you know, Jesse and I fell for one another and then, you know, we just, you know, started to get real serious and then, um, which was rad, you know, I kind of, I wanted that, you know, I'd been looking for, you know, somebody that, you know, I just was looking to, to, to settle. You know, looking to like sort of slow things down and get get a a little bit more grown up. You know, it's cool uh, because everything kind of fell together for us. You know, and then um, but you know, it definitely takes time to um, you know grow as a parent. You just kind of day by day learn. You know, and she's very very maternal. Oh my gosh, she's just like oh your lady. Yeah, no, Jesse is just like super super. It was like she's just. Uh, you know, she was prepared for everything. She did all the prep work, everything we needed to buy, and she was just more than ready. She was probably ready halfway through the pregnancy. I mean, literally, like you know. And then, and then we just waited. I think because women you know? are like they're they're they have the babies, so they are they're thinking about it at such a young age. Mm. We're, we're not we're thinking about picking our nose and like jacking off and stuff. You know, like little girls are thinking about getting pregnant and like being a mother i think yeah and and during that time i was thinking about crap what am i gonna do you know because i'm getting a little bit older you know i my heart is still in skating but i know the industry probably wants me to disappear not really but you know what i mean like young skaters are coming up you know the game's changing a little bit yeah um you know there's a lot more corporations involved you know the stakes are higher you know and here i am i'm 33 34 years old you know, yeah. thirty, thirty-two. You know, and and um, you know, I'm just, you know, figuring out like, okay, you know, all right, I'll start a retail store. Yeah. You know, and so that was like, yeah, the retail store was like my first sort of, I'm gonna enter the business world. I'm gonna do something business-wise, yeah. so I can kind of get this little. I'll plant the seed and see where I can go with it, and I'll learn. You know. Yeah. So that was cool. That was like. My first mature venture. Well, know, for for my listeners, we're at Donnie's house, and I'm actually going to take a photo of this before we leave. And uh, you have all these boards up on the wall, dude, and it cuts out the name of your skate shop was Fountain of Youth. Yeah. And yeah. it's just such a sick-looking, epic thing. I'll post it on my Instagram so you guys can check it out. Who did that for you? Did you do that? When, yeah. Yeah. When I, when, I, um, when I rented the space, I was rehabbing the space so I could kind of build it out a little bit and yeah. make it kind of legit inside the store. So it took me about maybe two months to build it out. And uh, I ordered uh, um, probably 30, 30 blank boards from Chappie. Chappie. I was going to yeah. guess that. Yeah, from Greg, the <laughs> homie. What's up, Greg yeah, Chapman? What up, what up Chappie? Glenn Chapman, too. I, um, they so just they, did our last board, actually, the Dan McGrath board. It okay. went through Chapman, and they it came out mint. Yeah, those guys kill it. And they actually did all my shop boards, too, when I was uh, doing Fountain of Youth decks at the store, you know? Yeah, so you cut them out? And yeah, I, took, I put duct tape on all... I made duct tape letters, and then I used my jigsaw and just cut all the letters out. And See. then I put some rice paper behind each, le- each board. Oh, it's on there. I didn't yeah. even realize. I thought that was the texture of the wall. Yeah, no. Damn, dude. I had it backlit too with some LED lights that we wired together. 
that and that was the sign in this in the store so right yeah and um yeah but the reason why the sign is here in the living room is because in 2011 we went out of business <laughs> yeah so yeah. but that's it you did it to get some experience and i'm sure you got some experience from that for yeah sure. that's a childhood dream you know to to have a skate shop and to be able to work with all the brands and carry all the brands and support the brands and sell and and talk to the kids about all the brands and, you know, tell stories about, you know, each one, you know, I've been in the game long enough to know just about everybody out there and have conversations with just about everybody out there and have relations, you know. Yeah. You dude, you've been around, so you know a lot of heads. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And so it it was rad, you know, and we got to carry, you know, I was pretty, I was pretty stoked on carrying a lot of the smaller brands. Um, you know, I'd like to think that we were, you know, one of the shops in the earlier days. You know, 2007 is when the shop, you know, yeah. no, November 2007, the shop opened, and you know, when we opened the door, it was like we, we, you know, we had Five Borough, um, we had Hops, you know, we had just um, Wounded Knee, and um, like just a bunch of the smaller brands that I was fond of. You know, just trying to. Um, have more of a unique collection of people that I had, you know, friendships with and people that I was stoked on. And I don't know, I kind of always liked the the small underdog brands, you know, and, um, and we did a lot of that for a while. And That's then, it. um, and, 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 you know, like we didn't carry longboards and we didn't, you know, carry. You were like a core. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but the thing is, is it is right as it was, you know, we were, we were introducing that model to a skate scene that hadn't had a skate shop in Providence, Rhode Island for a while. Yeah. Most of the kids were just hood kids that were like super rad, just like, just, just, you know, rad kids, you know, but, um, they didn't really have much history. So they, they wouldn't have known, you know, the difference from, from, a you know, a Powell Peralta board to a hop sport, you know? So we, we, we had to like educate the kids throughout the first few years, just, you know, about everything. Yeah, you, know, you have um, to like teach them the skate culture and share yeah, all that awesomeness with yeah. them so they can understand like the the blood, sweat, and tears behind it. Emmett. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. You know, it was great. I know. Um, I was sort of at the same time the shop was starting up. I was leaving Zoo York, or Zoo York was pretty much they just pretty much cut my paycheck. One, you know, they gave me s- some notice, and I went from making you know, you know, six figures to nothing. Damn. You know? Yeah. yeah, so that was tough. Um, and this out, and wait, and this is that was probably in '09, maybe or '08, right after State of Mind came out. Pre kids or after kids? Oh no, no. Charlotte was about two. Oh man. Yeah. Well, a- I bought this house. I bought this house ten years ago. We rehabbed the house, and you know, it looks put, awesome. Put huh? some money. It's not even done, you know. Yeah. But whatever. It looks good. It's, it's a work in progress. Thank you very much. Yeah, no. We, I was talking to your lady about the appliances. She's like, they're all starting to go now. Like you buy them, and I'm like, yeah, my house too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah Replace no, some of this shit. Yeah, ten years, ten years. I thought I'd get a little bit more off that stove right there, but it's kicked. Fuck you, stove. I know. They don't make them like they used to. Wait, so, dude, let's get back to it. So, yeah. Zoo York, your check goes down to basically nothing. You yeah. have kids and a family. What's your move? What's your mindset? What? I didn't really have a move. I was like, um, all right, babe, we're going to try to rent the house out. And so, Jessie took care of that. She she found a Navy family to rent the house out. They, it, like they're in the Navy? 
Yeah, the, the base is over here. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so, you know, a lot of different Navy families come into town for different things. The War College is right there. Right. And so a lot of the officers come into town to get educated at the War College, and, you know, those officers make good money. And, the War College? Yeah. Like yeah. they study war at this point? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, my dad actually went to that, too, when, when he was in the Navy. Wow. Uh, yeah, went there, and he actually went to legal school here, too. Damn. Um. Because that was one of the one of the jobs he had, but um, so yeah, we we rented the house out and we moved up to Providence and we rented a spot, um, and uh, we rented a spot kind of where Bridgem School yep. was where that skate spot is. Buttery benches. Yep, and we just got a two bedroom third floor apartment and just you know Jesse was hustling, you know she was doing you know nannying and bar and and cocktail waitressing and I was working at the store. And um, doing whatever I kind of could, but um, you know, it, it was it was tough, man. I I was very I was pretty defeated, and um, and Jesse pretty much took care of took care of everything for a while. I was definitely um, yeah, I just kind of mentally spent a little bit, like sort of spiritually bankrupt. I don't know how you know, because it's just like you know, I, I took a chance with New York, and then um, I don't know. But at the same time, you know, I, I can honestly say that I wasn't really delivering like you know the greatest product either you know what i mean like because like i said i was starting to um you know feel like the desire and like the die hard part of me for skateboarding you know it changed a little bit you yeah. know parenthood parenthood and um yeah so i can't you know i i gotta own you know my side of it for sure. I know? think what you're describing you know? is natural, though. It's yeah, like, yeah, no, it, it's it's cool too because you know what, dude, it was great because, and I can look, I can say that now because what what happened is that when they cut my salary, it was an instant. It was like the scissors, you know, just cut quick like a bandaid. Yeah, they just <laughs> cut it right off, you know. And so I had to just, I just got dropped off into the ocean. Fuck me, right? And I had to look around and say, all right, what direction am I going to swim in? I I got a fucking half hour to swim that way, you know? And, and, you know, because if it had dragged out, you know, where I was like slowly getting pay cuts for every three months or something. Oh, it would have lingered forever. Yeah, it just, I think it would have, you know, it would have given me like a crutch or something. And, um, you know, so I'm kind of grateful that. You know, I had to just figure it out quick, you know. And then Jessie, of course, you know, she, you know, she just, um, you know, really stepped up and stuff. And, um, you know, I, I was worthless. Yeah. Honestly, it sucked. I've been know? there. I've been and we've there. even talked about it, you know, from time to time. We'll even argue when the chill shit talk about <laughs> how useless I was for a good year there. But, you know, um, and I, I even some of that negativity even came out when I was at the skate shop. You yeah, know, which which is unfortunate, but I think um, you know I ended up getting my resume out there, and I was gonna work at Vans. I was gonna do a this virtual merchandising job, and then simultaneously, the people from Element reached out. Um, you know, a good friend of mine um, reached out and was like, "Well, what about if you come work for us?" And uh, and I was, you know, pretty. You know, I don't know. I, I was. How did you really feel about that? Because you rode for Element. Yeah, you had well, a career. I, I left Element on bad terms, you yeah. know. And um, you know, I just really, you know, things things didn't work out the way I wanted them to, and the way you know, and just you know, things. 
Well, it's kind of crazy that they came back to you years later. Yeah. And left on bad terms, and then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just I I couldn't even stand looking at that logo for a good decade. You know, my heart was pretty much broken because that was my brand. You know, I felt you know well, I jumped on there when it was early, and it was like me, Reese, and Kenny, and Billy, and um, and I gave it my all. You know, and then we. That's stayed. what I grew up watching. Yeah, yeah, and then you know they decided to make some changes with the business. They sold it to Billabong, and then at the end of the day, um, you know, I just certain things didn't happen the way they were supposed to. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to get too much. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, you know? that's fair enough. And so I was bitter, you know, and you know my emotions couldn't handle what was going on, and I was, you know, just kind of being a punk about it. So I just, you know, packed it up and quit, you know, yeah. and then. Um, so that's cool that it came back around. Yeah, yeah, circle. yeah. It did. It did. It did. It, did you have it, like a moment where you're just like you call, you talk, you worked it yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. Like Matter of fact, exactly that. Yeah, I was kind of. I had like this resentment for, um, you know, just just a big resentment, and um, with a particular man named Johnny, <laughs> <laughs> who's a good friend of mine now. You know, it just worked out perfect because I I um, I just didn't have the ability to kind of move on from it, and when they kind of reached out. You know, it was like they, um, I don't know. Yeah, I talked to Johnny about it, and I was able to kind of get some things off my chest. And, uh, you know, this is pretty personal, you know, yeah. what we're going at. But but at the end of the day, you know, it, it is what it is. And um, It's kind of sick that it came. But, but that's what happened is, is, is that it, it actually built our, it built, you know, we were able to kind of pick up the pieces and put things back together. And then I got to, like, kind of go into this job with putting my right foot forward. You know what I mean? That's and, awesome. and being happy that I was able to kind of let go of a good decade's worth of like, you know, um, just, you know, I'm just, I think that's like, I, the, I, you know, I'm passionate, you know, and, and I'm also, there's emotion there and I gave, you know, and so it wasn't, it wasn't easy for me to like, to, um, to go back and talk about it. But then once I did, you know, it's just overwhelmingly like, you know, um, you know, it just felt great, you know, to, to kind of get, get rid of it all. And then you know, be sort of back involved again. You That's know? sick. Yeah, yeah, it's a growing process. So yeah, it's like, dude. You gotta yeah. like go through that, that helped. emotions. Yeah, that really helped. Like you know, cross you know a big river of like maturity or something. Yeah. You know, um, I had that a bit with skateboarding. Like not a particular brand or anything, but like I felt like the industry when I was, I had moments and I felt like things happened in the industry that were kind of shady or like. Things just didn't work out at, at times, and I had this, like, resentment for the game. I'm just like, ah, you know, like, but I just kind of worked my way through it. I was like, you know what? Like, the industry is the industry, and, like, w you know, like, we are the industry. Mm. So I'm mad at myself, you know what I mean? So I just, like, focused, and much like you, I was like, I'm going to grow through this and, like, kind of learn and communicate and, like, figure out how to live and be happy and not be mad at the thing we love, skateboarding and the industry of skateboarding and the entertainment of skateboarding, everything that encomp encompasses it. I think some dudes don't even get to that point. So well, it's cool that you're willing to talk about it and be like, yeah, I went through this and we got through this. Well, here's what's, here's what's the, the, you know, it's like, from my experience, you know, I was so dedicated to skateboarding since the age of 10. Um, that by the time I reached that point with Element when things didn't work out, yeah, I was, I had the maturity level of like, you know, I was probably 26 years old at that point and I had the maturity level of like maybe a 17, 18 year old kid because I had stunted my own personal mental growth, 
yeah. from just being so like focused and dedicated to doing movements on a skateboard. Yeah, yeah. Do you understand? <laughs> I do completely. So I didn't have the mental capacity yeah. to comprehend what was going on with the business decision. I just knew it wasn't really what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, and and then at the same time being stubborn and being, you know, just where I was, you know, same- so, so it's all my fault, you know, it's not like I, you know what I mean? Like I, you know, I, um, you know, I, you know, getting older and realizing, you know, that. Yeah, being able to have time to look back on, like the space of time you can go back. It was and pretty look. ridiculous, you know, to spend a decade sort of, you know. But a lot but, of us go through that, sponsor skaters, like, because you get your dream at a young age. Like, I always worry yeah. when kids get hooked up so young because, like you said, it, it stunts their growth because they're given free clothes, they're given free boards, they're paid to go around mm. the world, they're put in magazines and videos, they're put up on a pedestal for something that they're good at. And they're not even young enough to understand, like... They're not old enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're not old enough yeah. to understand, like, all the praise and all the stuff that's coming in the yeah. lifestyle. You're too young to understand it. It's given to you at a young age, so you don't really develop. It kind of throws you into this craziness. And yeah. If you're skating since 10, and, like, to be completely honest, you you were, like, one of the biggest names in skateboarding for a long fucking time. Like, if not now, like, even now, you're still respected as a legend. And I, and just to be completely honest, and when when I was growing up... When I was growing up, like you said, those days when you guys were putting videos out and stuff, to me, you guys were like gods. I'm like, oh my god, you know, you're revered. So uh-huh. it does stunt your growth, like, because you're not really, you're just indulging. <laughs> you're indulging in, like, this lifestyle, and it's a pretty free lifestyle with yeah. a lot of money at times. Yeah. It yeah. can't have it, you know, when you're traveling and there's the big brands involved and everything, it can go crazy. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you know. Uh, skateboarding was my solution, you know, it. it was like my, my outlet and, um, I abused it. Yeah. Um, you know, I was excessive with it every day <laughs> and, um, you know, I was an addict. Yeah. Know? I don't know what else to say. Um, and, and, um, <laughs> I, I, I do. I you, love you, it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. the same way. Yeah. And we, um, and there was something else I was just going to say too, um, we are saying about being an addict. I, I wanted to touch on that real quick. Was sure, like, sure. I'm the same way. Like, I abused it. And I love that I, when, when I'm getting older now, I, like, I can actually notice when I'm like, dude, I'm skating too much. I need to take two days off. I need to let my body heal, first of all, because if my body's hurt all the time, I'm just in a bad mood. Mm. And then, like, I'm not going to progress if I'm just always hurt, you know? Like, I just need to take a day off. And when I was younger, I wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. It was just like, all right, you're going skating. Someone would tell me, like, you want to go skate? I'm like, yeah fuck i shouldn't i should stay home and then you get injured and then it's like ah, it's just like skating becomes like the opposite of what you want at times <laughs> at least for me but now that i'm older i can know take two days off don't even touch the skateboard and when you get back on it you're gonna have a blast yeah for sure yeah definitely i haven't skated in uh um 11 months and one week how's it how's it feeling it's good it's good yeah um i mean i'm getting I'm sort of at the tail end of the rehab right now. Yeah. Um, so I got, you know, a little bit more range to gain. But when they when they were doing the surgery, they had to cut some of the frayed part of the tendon and before they sewed it back together. Ooh, yeah. So that actually um, shortened the tendon slightly, which means that the range may not ever get back yeah. to 100%. And typically with this, you know, quad tendon injury... Um, 
You know, most most people don't get back to 100. percent You know, in terms of range of motion. You know, that means your heel will never maybe touch your butt cheek the way it used to. Yeah, you know? like you, instead of like touching it, you might be an inch away sure. or something. You yeah, know, like, and so I'm going to fight for every little ounce of that range, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to see a more aggressive um, PT guy. I just got a prescription actually to go see this this new guy over here at this other uh, PT physical therapy uh, place, you know, for athletes. You yeah. Know? Um, and, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited, you know, and then, you know, I'm going to step the yoga game up over the winter. You Damn, yoga is so, so dope. Yeah, I, I know I'm, that sounds funny to say that, but I think yoga is sick. I, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. Um, I've been actually working super long hours and traveling on the weekends and stuff, um, with my job, but, uh, this winter I'll have some time and, uh, I'm just going to, and it's hot yoga too. Sick. So I'm just going to wear like the hoodie in there. Yeah. Put the hoodie up, tie it up in a knot right there. Yep. And then just, you know, literally just, you know, stretch and breathe and just keep my eyes closed and just breathe. Next time I see you, you're going to be like, check it out. You're going to put your head yeah, behind I've, your head. It's good. <laughs> you know, cause honestly, you know, I mean, I haven't had that much of a release in the last 11 months. Yeah. And, that was going to um, say, what are you like just indulging in kids and family and work? I've just been praying every morning, man. <laughs> I do. I do. I wake up and I pray, you know. That's all. Because awesome. I just, um, you know. That's I, a form of meditation. Yeah. Like a prayer. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, I was kind of really hurt when, the, you know, it's like, you know, I, w- I was, I was, wasn't really skating a ton before I got hurt. Um, and then I got hurt. And then, um, you know, it was just like, Wow. You know, like my love just got stripped from me kind of thing, you know, and my, you know, love and in my, my means, my outlet, my sanity, you know, because, you know, skateboarding is perfect for when you, when you're, you know, I mean, I'm working a job, so I need the skateboarding every once in a while to kind of blow off the steam, you know, 100%. So that, that, that got stripped away. And so, you know, I I started to go to the gym, you know, and um, I would just be in there kind of aggravated and I'd get on the, you know. I'd do some some squats, and then I'd get on the, um, I'd put my shoulders underneath those weights, and you stand on your tippy toes to, to do the calf lifts, yep. and I'd just be thinking of Keith Huffnagel, <laughs> you know, like, you ever see his calves? Yeah. You know? I'm like, damn, oh, I'm like, damn, Huffnagel it. when I'm done, dude, you know? I've never seen his calves, but I've seen his pop, and it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna get my, you know, whatever, but, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I, full, I, I wasn't able to do anything lower body for the first like four or five months. I had a cast for three months and then no, probably five months. No, yeah, a little, little over five months. I was able to do some lower, you know, exercises on the lower half of my body. But, so, but before that, I was like I said, I was I was doing curls and, you know, just doing some, like, you know, just like, whoa, I had like arms all of a sudden you know <laughs> and it's just I, I wasn't really that into that but it was like a good release to sort of um i just needed to do something yeah i needed to get the anger out you know break I mean, a sweat not, like, not, not like anger know. but just like the pent up like you know 
Well, you're yeah. a, you're you're like you got yeah. testosterone. You're a man. You're like me. Like there's some passionate. Dudes, I'm an artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. I like it. That's great. That's yeah. awesome. You got it. Like I'm the same exact way, dude. I totally get it. Like you get pent up. You got like a lot of thoughts, and it's like you need to use that energy. Like otherwise, you just kind of like it consumes you. So that's what skating's great for. So yeah. when you don't have that, I guess getting swollen up a little bit. I wish yeah, I, I did. Could do that. I did this summer. You know, we'd be. I'd be like yeah. at the beach. You know, and I'm like I'm way too top heavy right now. You're like, you want to go to the beach, babe? <laughs> I just, no, but like, dude, you know, for skating, the one thing I think that I had as an advantage was I was lean and I could fall really well, oh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and my body was proportional. I wasn't too built. I had broad shoulders usually and long arms, but you know, um, I think a lot of times when you're, when your body is out of proportion, you're asking for an ankle or a knee injury, you yeah. know, and, um, and, uh, yeah, whatever though. I, I just, you know, I, I'm, I gotta. I want to spend this winter to get my body flexible and get my muscles strong. Yeah. So that way, in the spring, I can get on the board and not really have too many body things. You know, I, I have a, a degree of damage from all the years of skating, but I don't know. You know, and I don't have any expectations on my skating. You know, um, I just hope that I can get on the board and just ride. Yeah. Know, for me, for me, and you know, if anything you know evolves after that um you know then cool but you know because there's there's still there's still that degree of you know um skateboarder in my mind you know like in my skateboard mind there's still that degree of like damn you know like would be kind of cool to shoot a photo on that yeah whatever you know I don't know. I think it will happen. I can't stop dreaming about that. I just Dude, can't you shouldn't. Help it, you shouldn't you know? either. You I shouldn't either. I think the best that what'll happen is you'll you'll heal your body. And actually, you gotta. I I gotta give you my homie's contact, Doctor David Sales. Yeah. I had him on the podcast, and I'm telling you, this dude's passionate about about um healing. Like he's legit. So you need should you should talk to him. Just have a, he'd be stoked just to talk to you and have a mm. conversation. Um, but I think you'll rehab your body, get back on your board, and start rolling. And once you start rolling, then you got nothing to worry about. The board will take you wherever. You'll start riding a little tranny, little mini rev, and then you'll be little scrapers, yeah. and then it'll be like, and then you'll be having so much fun, it'll just carry you wherever you want it to. I just got that mini ramp from. Did I, 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 oh, you did? Yeah, I went to Subliminal and took the mini ramp apart. I got that. Did you call me or leave a message? But I got a message. You're like, yeah. dude, there's this ramp, and I don't want to see it, see it go to well, waste. Like, I got too... the mini ramp, but yeah. the, the bowl was there. I oh, was that's trying right. To, I was trying to get Westgate to take the bowl, and he was down, but he had to go to Brazil. But anyway, I went down there, and me and Jay, the owner, yeah. um, we and, and a bunch of the boys, we um, we just took sawzalls and just like cut all the two guys off. And I packed the entire 28 foot wide mini ramp bit by bit into the van in one trip. The whole thing fit in that van. Yeah, that's a 16 passenger van. Yeah. Holy shit! How? I that doesn't just, even make sense. Yeah, I just stacked up all the two by fours and just, just. Are you the best Tetris player in the world? Not as good as Jesse, dude. <laughs> Jesse's crazy good. No, but it was cool, you know. And then when I got home, of course, Jesse was just like, "What the fuck? <laughs> you know, what do we, you're not building that ramp in the backyard." And the kids are looking at the swing set and looking at the, you know, like well, you're gonna take our swing set, you know? Daddy has his yeah, and I'm like, oh man, what am I gonna do? I got to put this ramp somewhere, you know? Cause dude, I just need something, you know. But I don't think I'm gonna, I don't think I'm gonna put the ramp in the yard, you know? Because no. to be honest with you, like. You know, I, I like having this house as a sanctuary, you yeah. know, and in the summertime, that backyard is like my, my growing, you know, I like to grow food. You got you know? chickens and shit yeah, out there. Yeah, I got chickens. <laughs> I like to grow food, 
you know, and and I would, I mean, it'd be great to walk out the back door and skate on a ramp, but, you know, I don't want to turn people away. You, you know? know what's so funny is, like, when I was a little kid... So the ramp's going to go somewhere. I don't know where it's going to go. Oh, yeah, Just awesome. saying, you yeah. know what I mean? When I was a little kid and I was watching you skate and watching you in videos and stuff, to think that you rescued a mini ramp is, like, the funniest thing to me. Because, like, I would be like, yeah, of course he did. Because your style has a lot of training influence in it. So, like, of course Donnie Barley's going to grab the mini ramp. He wants to do some 5-0s to fake. He's not going to let it go do, to waste. I want to do a backside lip slide yes. <laughs> as long as I can. Well, That's what I can't stop. I can't just things that I've, I think. I can't stop thinking about stalling inverts, too. I can't do inverts. What, like up on your hand, you said? Yeah, just wow. hand plant plants or whatever. Yeah, nice. I keep, keep thinking about frontside inverts and eggplants, and I just... I've been hurt for 11 months, and it's just like I've been plagued by the, by the, you know, it's like, dude, this, if I can get this, you know, if I can get better, get into the spring, and, you know, those are, I think, if I can feel good on a board, yeah. and, and, you know, I'm hoping I can. I know you can. I'm pretty sure I, I you know, I'm feeling good. Call my homie but, Dr. Dave. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm <laughs> telling you, because, like, I, I never really talked to someone that passionate. I've been to doctors and physical therapists and stuff before, but... This dude, like, really, like, submersed in it. His father was into the same stuff before mm-hmm. him, you know? So, like, it's generations deep. You gotta talk to this dude. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um. So, we're gonna figure out where that mini ramp goes. Yeah, no, what I really want to do is, you know, the Big O Stadium? Yeah. In Montreal? Yeah. You yeah. know, that, like, full pipe? I think I skated it with you, actually. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Zoo trip. Yep. You yep. had some Me, you, Brandon, Zared. Yep. We're all killing Susky. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, 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 I've been wanting to build that. Forever, so I was thinking like if in the worst case scenario, um, maybe I could build that somewhere with the materials. I could build some oh, concrete yeah. molds out of out of parts of the mini ramp in there, you That'd know, and so just pay for the concrete truck to come, and we could just pour uh, like a, a big O, you know, That'd be so replica. Sick. That'd be something. so sick. Yeah, I don't know. Just, I mean. I don't want to just build a standard mini ramp, you know? It's yeah. kind of like, eh, a little boring. But I don't want to have a 16 Jersey Barriers in the backyard just doing, just, because I like skating Jersey Barriers. Yeah, you, know? you do. <laughs> you know? So, but I think, I feel like the answer is the shallow end, you know? Yeah. And like the shallow end and, and. The big O is perfect. That's yeah, it's like, it's not exactly a shallow end, but it's, you it's know, tight. it's like it's kind weird. of a cool combination where you can kind of feel like you're skating a pool, but you can still do some airs on it. And Ooh, actually, have you seen the the Lynch family skate park? Did you go there? I haven't gone yet, but I'm trying to. Yeah. I mean, I, well, you know, part of me wants to go and part of me doesn't want to go. Yeah, it's going to be like torture. Because I can't skate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but you got to go see it because you know Boston and it's mm. in the middle of the city. So mm. like to you to see that, it's like a stadium for skateboarding. Yeah. Like, you'll understand better than anyone if you look at that thing. Yeah, no, I saw some Instagram clips, and I was definitely intrigued and, like, wow, finally, because, I mean, you know, I'm saying 12 years ago we were supposed to get that park. Yeah, ridiculous. It took took a minute, dude, but it's there now, and um, I'm happy. I'm happy for everybody that, you know what I mean, like, that... Shit, yeah. Can I take another cookie? You may. All you right. May. Sorry. You're welcome. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off, but no the cookie looks amazing. Yeah. All right. Moving forward. Moving forward a little bit. Um, have you been traveling with Westgate and some of the dudes on Element? And where, yeah. Where you been? And what, yeah. Actually, you... dude, last week, not last weekend, but the weekend before, I picked up Brandon on the farm. Oh yeah. And we drove up to Rye Airfield. Sick. In New Hampshire, and we did. I was cutting the boards. Out doing the no board left behind board recycling thing. I was doing that out in the front of the sh- of the of the building, 
and Brandon was inside this the skate park shredding it up. Hell yeah. And uh, then he popped his head out a few times, cut a few boards, and then. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was cool. And then we got to go get, we got some, some sushi afterwards. You know, I put, put our little dinner on the company car. Damn, that's sick. Yeah. <laughs> Not and, mad uh, at that. It, it was cool, man. You know, just to, just to have some sort of, you know, one-on-one time with Brandon. You know, I actually haven't really, it's like we were kind of hanging a bit before, um, he got on the squad. You know, we were talking and hanging a bit. And then, um, as soon as like he got on the squad, um, you know, it was just like everything went from like you know, 25 miles an hour to about 250. Yeah, hell you know, yeah. because um, you know they 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 had a real you know real amazing game plan set up to sort of use him. Yeah, whatever. Just to you know, just to activate him and get him get him in the mix and get him in the van. You know, get him skating with the crew. Let's get everybody jiving, you know, let's get this energy going, you know. Um, yeah, and, and Westgate's and, uh, a ball of energy, and he's a one-of-a-kind skater, so, like, uh-huh. to get him, you definitely want to use him to, like, you want to use what he's great at and promote that, like, allow him to go at it, yeah. that's the dude, you know. Like, yeah, and, and, yeah, and, um, you know, Element really needed, you know, we really needed to, to get, you know, a new piece to the puzzle, you know, I mean, it's just been great to see, like, Nick Garcia graduate to the pro ranks, and and Julian Davidson to the pro ranks, and Evan Smith, yeah, that dude's so good, yeah, Smith, fucked, yeah, oh, he's, yeah, he's, I mean, all three of those dudes, but Evan Smith, I've actually seen him Mm. at the thing a lot more than I've seen those other dudes, god damn, yeah, yeah, and, you know, so, so, you know, getting Brandon, um, in the, in the mix was, uh, you know, really, really, I don't know, he just fits the brand, you know, um, that's what I told him, and, uh, he talked to me, like, when he was like, oh, I have this opportunity, I'm like, dude, you're not, like, a rapper, you don't really fit New York, like, you're not, like, a city kid, you work on a fucking cranberry bog, like, yeah, I'm like, just from an image standpoint, like, Element is a way better fit for you, yeah, like, that's what I said, I was like, I don't, it seems like a good fit, <laughs> yeah, love I mean, fits. <laughs> Element's a, you know, it's, it's, I think, you know, people may not know, but, I mean, there's not a brand out there, as far as I know, that does more giving back than they do, you know, yeah. and, um, you know, it's, uh, it's it's cool to be involved in it and see every, you know, and be involved in all, all the giving back, you know, um, I don't know, I, um, you know, it's a corporation, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's, you know, it's not a secret, I mean, everyone knows, right, that, right, yeah. you know, and it's a big brand, you know, it's global. I but, think the um, pieces are what matter. If you get, I don't mind if there's big brands like that, but yeah. the pieces who they hire. And it's great too because I think, like in the thick of everything, um, you know, a decade ago, you know, companies were doing skate and snow. You know, and some yeah. companies are doing surf and skate and snow and blah blah blah. You know, and um, good for them. You know, um, some of them could, and some of them couldn't, and then. But Element never, you know what I mean? Like they just, they just been a skateboard company, you yeah. know, um, making good clothing and and stuff. Smart and, uh, move, stay to your roots. Yeah. Smart move. Yeah, I mean, you know, and along the way there were mistakes made and so on and so forth, just like everything. I mean, I remember, you know, in the in the '90s, like Vans kind of did a did a, you know, was kind of headed heading down low there for a bit, you know. Yeah. And then they like along the way did a nice little smooth bottom turn and kind of steered the ship back toward like yeah, the way know, it should be yeah <laughs> you know and there's brands out there that have you know gone through 
you know, those type of things. And um, Yeah, there's you know. a handful. There's so many, dude. I could think of them all, and it's, like, ridiculous. It's part of the growing process, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Some people and, survive. And, 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 and it's like, I, I, you know, a couple years ago, five years ago, when I started working for Element, I was like, wow, you know, what did I... This is this is gnarly. Yeah. You know, we we you know, there's some damage here. We gotta, you know, this is challenging, dude. <laughs> you know, what the fuck? Um, we got a ways to go. You know, because I was you know calling shops and just kind of talking to shop owners and seeing, you know, what the overall feel was of the brand and different communities and stuff. And you know, it wasn't always, you know, it was there's some tough. You know, people were pretty honest, you know, in certain places, and it wasn't stuff I necessarily wanted to hear, but, you know, you need to you need to start somewhere. And, and I um, think that's where the key, the, who you hire matters. The fact that they hired you is a good key because you're a core skateboarder, so... Yeah, and I, I, I didn't even, you know, it's like I don't, I didn't really even know a, a ton about business at that point. I knew <laughs> that I could do, you know, the small retail store and, and everything, but I know about skateboarding, you yeah. know? And in every single company I ever rode for, I was always involved in um you know the team riders and stuff you know i always wanted to sort of have a say in um who would be the next person to get on the team and stuff that's how you got me on birdhouse yeah yeah (laughs) and um you know it's always cool because you know if you're traveling in a van and i don't know i always wanted to travel with people that i could like be down with and you know um and i and i could yeah, I've made friends with everybody that I traveled with, really? you know, um, but uh, kind of nice to have say a little bit. Yeah, that's you know? tight. Well, I, I kind of want to switch gears a little bit now. Yeah. Um, I like to jump around. Uh, I want to talk uh, talk about family a little bit. How's the holidays? Thanksgiving, you guys? What you guys do there? Yeah. Oh, we just we jumped in the van and went to my sister's house and my brother-in-law cooked like a crazy good spread. Um, we had ham and turkey and everything else, watched a little football, ate some cookies. The kids were uh, just, you know, bouncing off the walls. My my, my sister's two years older than me, and um, she's got three kids. Damn. Cameron's the oldest. She's a senior in high school. Damn. And Jason is a sophomore, and he is six foot four. Does he play sports? Yeah. Sick. He's smashing it in basketball right now. Damn, I'm so jealous. I, I wish I was six foot four and playing uh, basketball. I, uh, my sister is five foot one. Yeah. And my brother in law is six four. Wow. So it went all the way to six four. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. So so my and so so Jake so Jason is um, a sophomore. And six four. Yeah, and then Jacob is in eighth grade. And he's six one. Damn, he's gonna have a whole basketball squad if yeah, he keeps it, having kids. It's gnarly. Jacob's playing soccer too, and he's like just, you know, fifteen Jeez. inches taller than everybody on the <laughs> soccer field, and he's playing basketball. I think they're doing track. Yeah, they're they're down. You know, they're de- like they're just in high school, man. You know, just having having a blast did you uh, did you overindulge on the meal did you fucking pig out like i did do you want to throw i didn't go too crazy good i didn't go too crazy um but it was it was yeah no i love dude i i love thanksgiving probably probably twice as much as i love christmas yeah me too. you know because it's just like the consumption that comes with christmas and just i don't know i just get a little tired of that you know yeah um you know i like to keep an eye on the money a little bit and kind of keep the spending down you know it's like 
just to be prepared. You never know. Smart, you know? smart. Yeah, and um, I'm getting better. You know, I respect money a lot more these days because I certainly didn't respect it when I was making a lot, making a lot of it. You know, um, so you learn. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. But the kids need to have a good, authentic experience uh, for Christmas and stuff. And Jesse's good at that. You know, a lot better yeah. than I am. You know, I just I don't know. We, yeah. I'm the know, same way, dude. Know, it's just kind of a little much for me, Christmas. But I, but I, you know, I, I do my thing and make sure the kids have a blast with it. And are you, you gonna know, dress up like Santa Claus? I will not be. No, no, no. <laughs> I will not be. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what about to the mall? You take them to the mall for at least to check out Santa a little bit. Um, <laughs> I think we did that. They they do that down. We did that when the kids were like babies. Oh, they're a little too old now. Yeah. <laughs> Charlotte, you know, I think Charlotte's at the age where she's like. She's asked, she even last year, she was, you know, asking us about Santa Claus and everything. Oh, and shit, I didn't even think Yeah, that. and it, it's, it's sort of whack. Like, what did you tell them? How did you approach well, that? I, I, t- I tell Jesse, I'm like, why? You know, it's a holiday. You know, Charlotte's like seven and a half, and she's like, like, is Santa real? You know? <laughs> Damn. But I keep, I keep it real with the kids. They <laughs> ask, when they ask a, a question, I'll tell them, like, you're not ready for that answer yet. you got to wait a couple of years. Yeah. You know? Fair enough. But, um, you know, just to, just to, like, blatantly lie to your kids about, hey, whatever. That it's seems just, like a just, norm, but it's I'm weird. Just, I'm just not really into it. I keep it so real, like... I don't know. You know, Charlotte asks about boys and asks how babies are getting made. And, like, you know, I just lay it out. You know? <laughs> Jesse's like, whoa. You know? And I'm like, whoa. You know? They got to know. Yeah. Like, you know, you asked. You know? <laughs> yep. Yep. Like, does the baby come out of the belly button? No, it doesn't come out of the belly button. <laughs> comes out of um, store. You know, a start uh, brings it into the well you know there's a there's you know there's there's you know obviously you can't you're not giving the rated r version no no no, 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 no. no. <laughs> you you know, they don't book. need to know everything you know but you know if it's if it's you know they're just curious well going going back digressing yeah. a little bit here dude so i'm completely off the subject but i've been wanting to tell someone this and you're the man okay i hope you're with me you have two kids you're with me you're i can't believe you're in the delivery room. i know it's dude crazy. i know I, I feel weird telling people that because my niece is 17 and it's like i saw the whole thing and it seems weird to me but i don't know why it does i don't think it it's should a, it's a it's a different experience though it's i mean it's it's yeah. like almost like nature and like i don't know absolutely I mean, that's yeah. what I thought. I was I like, mean, this is like animalistic. We're no, I, I'm thinking 2015, we're enlightened. It's our like brains a ritual. Are, yeah. You know, it's, it's pretty... It's crazy. It's intense. Yeah, yeah, but we're really just still animals. That's what it made me realize. I was like, whoa, yeah. this is just pain and pushing. And like, she's literally... Bring, it brought me to tears. I literally cried. And I'm not ashamed to say that. But so, back to what I was saying. So we were talking two hours just to push to where it's crowning. Mm, I yeah. didn't look at, at any of this point. I was still just holding my niece's hand. Oh, you didn't look down? I didn't look yet. Uh, two okay. hours of her pushing, I didn't look. I'm just holding her. <laughs> <laughs> Trying not to look. Damn, I want to... Like, you were curious. I'm thinking, now. I'm like, am I going to look? Should I look? Uh, and I'm looking at the nurses and, and her grandmother, and I'm like, they're gonna, yeah. know, they're gonna. I would have felt the same way. They're but having experienced me. it a couple of times. I, w- I would say, what the fuck are you doing? You're, just look, you're jaded. Too bad too. Yeah, it's just it's natural. Like, dude, yeah. that's where the baby comes out. That's yeah, what it is. Well, you know? so so we get to the two hour mark where she's pushing, and the baby yeah. crowns, and then the yeah. nurses call in the real doctor. Yeah, she comes in. Yeah, and it's like game time, and oh, I was yeah. really impressed by that because yeah. the nurses are like. 
kind of tricking my niece into pushing harder, lying to her a little bit, so she'll keep pushing because she wants to give up and shit. And then they finally get to the baby where it needs to be, and then they call the doctor. And then I loved how the doctor came in. She just came in. Yeah. Everyone revered the doctor and yeah. was like, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, so the baby's crowning, and then. Dude, it was so crazy because my niece is like, I can't do this, I can't do this. And they're like, you have to do this. You're the only one that can push this baby out. Like, this is, like, you have to push this life out of your fucking body. Like, and she wanted to give up because she's been pushing for two hours oh, and yeah. it's fucking incredibly painful. Oh, yeah. And she pushed this baby out of her and that I, I decided to look. Actually, I didn't even decide. It just, I just looked. Yeah, of course. Because I didn't even realize I was Pre- looking. Totally. Right? Yeah. And I just started, I, t- I took a step back because they needed more room. Yeah. And I got to an angle and I could see it. And uh-huh. I was like, and the, the doctor's like moving the vagina around yeah. the head so the head's coming out yeah, yeah. and then it pops out the yeah. head uh-huh. and that scared the shit out of me because it's just the head coming out of my knees yeah. and it looks white and like dead and yeah. purple yeah. and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. And then like, they get one, they pull, she's pushing, and they're pulling it out, and the shoulders come out. All yep. this fluid came out. Oh, yeah. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. It just, yeah. I'm like, and there's like, and I'm worried at this point because they're pulling on the baby's neck, and I'm like, the baby seems so fragile, and you're grabbing yeah. it by the neck, and I was like, mm. they're going to, and then they pull the baby out, and like the cord, and like my niece is like, she's like, like so relieved and like not crying, and like, and I'm like crying because I'm like, holy shit, this is way more intense than I could ever imagine. Like, yeah. my, my niece is so strong, but like, I'm like, I, it was just too, it was one of those realist moments where you're like, holy, like you said alien, and I agree because that's what I feel like it is. It's like a life coming out of another, like you're a baby, you're in the belly, you're in a new a world, a yeah. dimension of this world, a belly, yeah. and that's all you know is that little sack, and you have this feeling, these heartbeats, and you just feel all this stuff, and you're in a belly, and then you get yanked out into this fucking world where it's bright and violent and like blood and like mo- then you get put on the mother's chest and you're like calm and it's like a, it's like yeah. literally like you're leaving one world to another it's like an alien type like abduction almost it's fucking insane dude yeah and you've been there twice for that yeah the second yeah. time were you more prepared uh just like okay yeah no kind of like dude, yeah that's that was the great part did you, you have know? a glove on like i was just happy <laughs> once we got once charlotte you know charlotte was such a good baby too yeah you know so once we were pregnant with eloise beautiful um, name yeah beautiful yeah name. i was just like really happy that i had i could actually just breathe and not be so anxiety ridden you know yeah i was like really like dysfunctional with fear with with when we were pregnant with charlotte because i just felt like i just didn't have i don't know i just was really overthinking you yeah. know i had a lot of chaos in my mind and um you know it was tough to manage but so so yeah the second time around i was really you know um cool as a cucumber in the delivery room too you know and the fun, funny thing was too is that when we were pregnant with charlotte jet we went we had she had contractions we went in there and within four hours, Jesse pushed Charlotte out. Four hours? Four hours labor, done. You, you make it sound like that was nothing. Done, dude. She pushed for four hours? That's, no, 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 no. We went in there, and within four hours... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah my niece had Jesse, to go like that. I think Jesse pushed for maybe an hour and ten minutes. Wow. Done. Boom. Wow, I'm holding you. Charlotte. Wow. Like, dude, I mean... That's amazing. Yeah, it was incredible. I was, I was really, you know, just an all-natural birth. And literally, you know, it was like Jesse was just built to just um, all natural. So that means yeah. like no epidermal, epidural, no, or no, whatever the no. thing is. They didn't. They I think they tried to give her some pain meds at some point. She's like, nah, I'm straight. Whatever. Jeez. I think she probably wanted them. <laughs> I was gonna I say. I know. I know. When we had Eloise, 
the nurse, dude, the nurse asked her like four or five times, you want any, like, you want any pain meds? And it's just like, I just want to smack, like, not, not smack the girl, but just like, just like, fuck off, man, out of there, you yeah. know, enough, because at the end of the day, it's like, you know, I don't know, man, they were just like forcing the meds, and it just seemed like a damn commercial. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. just like they were selling pharmaceuticals or something. You yeah, know? it was just too like, comfortable with the idea, yeah, like, just, I don't know, it like, everybody jam. does it, here, have a beer, I don't know, but not, you know. Yeah, I know what you're like, saying. Here, have some fucking, you know, some opiates, you know, and I just, I'm not, you know. I do. I felt I, the, like I, I've had that. that yeah, I, I felt the same way with my niece because they gave her the little button she could push. Mm, okay. But I guess the doctor, like what they do is they program the button for whatever the drug is. Mm. So you can push it a hundred times, but it's only going to go once every ten minutes. Right. Okay. But they were still like, push it, push it. You know, mm. like, and mm. you know what's so funny is like, the nurse was like, look. Maybe we shouldn't let her push the button because if she can actually feel the pain of the birth, she'll push harder. Right. And, and right. that's why I think it took two hours because she was had the epidural or whatever it's called. I don't know if I'm saying that right. An epidural is when they like they numb, sh- they numb the spine, I think, or the or something. Yeah, they inject yeah. in the spine, and it kind of numbs things a little bit, so you can kind of get through with a little more ease. Yeah, I can only. Know? Know. And then yeah. they they're like, maybe she shouldn't be pushing the button because like she can't push this thing out, and I think it's because she's taking the drugs and she's not feeling it as much, so she's just not like feeling the pain. To, you know, like when you're trying like you got to push through that pain, and that pain you can use it, and she wasn't using that pain to push, you know, so like. It was like, but so I, the same thing with the drugs. I'm like, yeah, maybe it should have just been natural because then she would have felt it all and she would have pushed it out faster and used it. Crazy. I'm just glad I'm not a woman, Donnie. Yeah, yeah, dude. No, <laughs> no. That's what I said to Jesse. We we went to the doctor today, and I actually we got to hear the heartbeat. Wow. Dude. Yeah, it was incredible. Dude, a third I, one. I know. You don't know I gender know. yet, because no, um, no, we got a ways ways to go, but um. Jesse actually was too far away to hear the, the heartbeat. They were giving her the sonogram thing, and at the and I, I got my head right there and I could hear it. And um, Jesse's like, I can't hear it. I was like, I can hear it. I can hear it. You know. So, but then on the drive, when we were driving out of the doctor's office, I was looking at her and I'm like, man, you make humans. <laughs> you know. I'm like, that's so crazy. She's the creator. You know? She's I know. Cre- you guys are. You are too. You participated. Yeah. I was like, what's it like to just. Have the ability to make more humans. You know? <laughs> she, she's just like looking at me like you're you're on drugs. Uh, it's it funny. Like, but yeah, she's good it. at it, man. You know, and um, you know, we we like having kids. I feel like I would have twenty. Damn. I mean, there, it's a lot of work, you yeah. know. But it's cool, you know. Um, it, the thing that sucks is society. You know, it's like I have to go to work. You know, you can't just, you know, whatever. No, I agree. You know, we all need to have jobs and everything else and keep up and blah, blah, blah. So, therefore, 20 kids isn't really reality, and there's a lot of people on this planet. But what I mean is, you know, I love having, you know, my children around me, and I love the company, and I love talking and learning with them and everything like that. I mean, that, when I walked know? in today, dude, they're, the little, they're, they're all over you yeah. from the beginning. And yeah. you were, like, <laughs> off in your own little world having fun with your kids. Yeah. And I was like, this is sick. Like, yeah. That's like a father. That's like what uh, I, I grew up without that, you know. So to see you doing that, I'm just like, that's fucking so cool. Yeah, I don't know what I'd do without them. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just, uh, you know. It's it's nice to be able to feel everything, you know, and and um, you know, just be like present for every little bit, you know, yeah. of everything, you know. 
and um you know it hasn't always been that way yeah. you know um not i mean you know like you know yeah whatever just you know i i, I uh, <laughs> yeah that's a whole different topic um you know but, well to switch gears a little bit yeah um do you have a preference of male or female uh, this time around not really three girls you know? imagine three girls yeah four girls because totally. you're a lady too yeah that's what yeah. i grew up with i really you know i mean we don't have a boy you know so it'd be cool to experience that and um, are you capable of making a boy yeah so far, i might not be two dude. Chicks. yeah um <laughs> dude to be honest with you you know i'm just like you know grateful and um i'm just like yeah I like I said, I just been saying my morning prayer and my my nighttime prayer, just hoping for seems to help. You know, a healthy baby. You know, does just, it help the praying? Well, yeah. Oh man, I love praying. You know, I'm this world's crazy, man. It moves too fast. You know, for yeah. me, I'm too sensitive. I, I, you know, and not like too sensitive, but I just, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I you know, I, I'm not religious at all. You know, I don't, I don't even go to church. You yeah. know, but I have a relationship with God, and um, and uh, I need that. You know, yeah, I just need right. that. I need that for for peace of mind. I need it for inner peace. You know, I need I need to to feel um, just you know, I just need that. You know serenity you know i need yeah. you know i don't know i just i'm complicated you know yeah. i'm complicated as a person you know I'm, i've been been around you know i beat myself up a lot you know as a skateboarder you know we did we you know we partied hard and and um you know all that stuff's like behind me now and um and i don't, I don't really like want to do any of that anymore you know and then, like i said and then the world in general you know i have a lot of work to do every day you know and i i'm very ambitious and i'm a hard worker sometimes you know that you know that's a problem yeah. you know because i'm 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 excessive you know yeah. with everything i know? could tell from your skating so if it yeah you carry that over into your work ethic yeah yeah <laughs> it's tough you know i i can be that can, that hurts sometimes you know because wear myself out and then i can really yeah so i don't know the prayer just gets me through you know that's and awesome. it's not for everybody I, you know i you know it'd be great if it was because i you know when i pray i take my time and i just just the simple things you know just thank god for um just the simple things you know for yeah the like joy, shelter for thing. the joy the hope the faith yeah you know the wisdom you know the understanding you know all the things that i get just simple super so simple important stuff. though yeah and i and like you know it's it's and i didn't do that you know i didn't i didn't do that for forever you know we prayed in in in, in church when we were kids you know yeah, yeah. my mom and dad took me you know when we lived in hawaii we were we we went to a hawaiian church and my and my dad ran the church the ch the church youth group you oh know? really and we took all the hawaiian kids on camping trips and stuff sick yeah my dad was like the boss we we're all surrounded by hawaiian men and women and my mom we'd go into the church and my mom would pass me and my sister around and we had white blonde hair you know and the hawaiians loved us you know because we were just like these little towhead kids you know <laughs> and my dad was so was like a saint you know he was so so charming you know that um you know so those are some great memories and stuff so i think you know around um you know i i sort of always had you know um some spirituality but definitely lost it in yeah. the midst of like the chaos of all the um 
you know, the career stuff, yeah. like just skating and just, I don't know. But Life will do that. I, when I was younger, I, um, I, my father would take us to church. Um, and I, I wasn't, I didn't really know if I liked church or not, but I really liked all the people and how nice they were. And I really liked the praying because the praying was like, it felt like you're, you're, um, they're giving thanks, you know, to something bigger than themselves. Like, I never really believed all the stories or believed, like, religion. I Like, to me, I didn't ever conform to be religious. Mm-hmm. But I just liked the idea of something bigger than myself and to give praise to, like, for being alive. And that was what I learned from religion. And, uh, and, and I loved it. We used to go to the church all the time. My dad took us there and we'd ride our bikes around. And, and, but I needed that. Like, like you were saying, like, I, life, life is fucking crazy. Like, for all of us, everything that you've talked about on this podcast, there's thousands of people that have gone through similar things, if not the same at times, you know? Like, we're all the fucking same. Like, we all have struggles, we all make mistakes, and we fucking learn and grow past it, or we don't, you know? Yeah, How yeah. many dudes do we know that just can't <laughs> even admit their faults or can't even, like, own their mistakes and grow past them? Like, I know tons of people, women, men, you see it all the time, you know? Um, and I was telling you earlier, I was like, our weaknesses can be our strengths. Like, if you yeah. have weaknesses, you can learn from those. Those mistakes, you can learn from those. Those can give you the experience that you don't have. So you can, so it's, like, that's life, you know? And I like that there's some spirituality in there and a belief in a God. Like, I don't really define God and I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm very open-ended about it. Mm. But I like to have some belief and faith that there's something or that there could be. I don't ever admit that I know. Because I don't. I feel like if someone says they know there's a God, they're trying to sell you something. You know what I mean? Because we're all the fucking same. Like, I never seen a zombie. So if someone's walking around being like, there's a zombie, I know for sure it's a good zombie. I'd be like, uh, uh, I've never met anyone who really said this. <laughs> you might be a liar. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me. I'm very cautious, you know what I mean? But I have faith and belief in, like, something bigger. I just don't know if it's a guy, a woman, a girl, an alien, ourselves, yeah. our inner self. Like, well, we all come from different places, you know. We all, you know, get raised differently. Yeah. And, um, you know, and then, and then, of course, when we're, like, leaving the nest, you know, whether that's at the age of 15 or 21, yeah. you know, we kind of just go out and do our thing. And then, and then um, yeah, I don't know. And so, yeah, man, I, I kind of, like... You know, I ran my my course, you know, and then um, and then, yeah, I, I I think it I think, yeah, just I I to be honest with you, I kind of rediscovered my spirituality through going to AA meetings, Damn. you know, yeah. <laughs> um, because um, I was struggling, um, you know, because I I was like getting, you know, I wasn't really like. I was partying hard, and you know, for a long time. But then, you know, as as I was getting into early parenthood and stuff, I st- I would like stop, you know, for periods of time, three months, six months, nine months, where I wouldn't drink or, you know, smoke pot or anything, do pills, and then. Um, but yeah, I never. I don't know. You can get away with that for so long. Like, yeah, no, I was. Sure. I was. I was like sort of white knuckling it off and on for a long period of time, and just really. Just not happy, yeah. you know, because there was, you know, still a lot of pain inside, you know, yeah. pain that I had been taking along with me from, you know, from my, my early years, you know. I knew I can relate. Just, yeah, yeah. And I think, um, you know, at the time I didn't really know that, you know, 
And then anyway, so I, I started going to AA, and um, and it was killer. Um, you know, actually, I'm probably not supposed to say I was. Never mind. So I I, I was in the twelve step program. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. And, and wow, man, what an incredible program! It should should be mandatory for people. To be honest with you, it's it's really that good. It's it's cool. I I really, I sort of went in there to sort of learn how, to live better. And Damn. Then, uh, sick. Yeah, and then like uh, all this good stuff came, came, came with it. Um, it seems like a rad thing to have because like when someone's lost and they're indulging in something, it's like, and you feel like you hit a bottom or you just want to make some change. It's like dope to have people trying to do that, you know? Like everyone. Oh, it's remarkable. Yeah. I mean, it's the best. I mean, I I can't think of a better thing. You know, healing is something that we all need. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, this, like I said, this world's moving fast, and um, you know, you can't go through life, you know, without getting resentments. You can't go through life without pain. You know, and some of us handle it different. You know, yeah. And like for me, I think I just sort of like stuffed it down, down, you know, into like this inner closet. You know, and then, um, and I've been able to sort of identify a lot of that um, from the program, and then you know, learn how to get that out so I can kind of live with more peace. Do you have, um, like, a... Do they give you, like, a tr- a chip or something? Yeah, yeah. That's I have it. a bunch. <laughs> how long's it been? Uh, well, I mean, I was getting them in the beginning. I was getting them every month, and I was I sort of had, like, a little collection going. But I mean, been since like you've a, been drinking. Um, I haven't had a drink in 15 months now. Damn, that's so sick. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, before that, like, I, I would quit, like I said, but... And, and it, you know, I'd do okay for a little while, but, you know, it was just like, I would get comfort, you know, from, I would miss the comfort that I would get from, you know, drinking. Yeah. You know, because, yeah, yeah. like, the comfort, the, the you know, just having a drink would sort of ease the, the anxiety and the stuff that's, that's, you know, just buried down inside. Yeah. You know? It's complicated. It's complex. It's even kind of hard for me to even talk about it, especially when I know it's going to be on your podcast. But, you know, I <laughs> but mean, I'm, I'm but the... at the same time, it's actually you know part of my program is to to help you know part of every person in the program's mission is to you know to help another struggling alcoholic or addict. You know, so I know that what I'm doing right now, or you know, me talking about it, could possibly help somebody. Absolutely, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But it is, you know, it is. It is um, sensitive, you know, because it's just... Well, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. We're talking about, like, the way things are nowadays to be, like, exposing things and talking about intimate conversations with, like, a lot of people, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. but I think that's what we need right now. Like, I really agree. I really think that, like, as we get older, like, especially you, dude, you're 42. I'm 33. If Mm -hmm. I'm lucky, I get to 42. And if I have a kid... And I'm lucky too, and you've already had two. I look up to you. Like, honestly, you're ahead of me in time. Like, you're further along. So, if you develop into a great human, father, lover, whatever, and you share that with everyone around you in the world, I can use you as an example and get inspired. And I do. Like, as a little kid, you know my story. Broken family, all that shit. I looked at, like, rappers like Jay-Z, Tupac, like, skateboarders, you, like, multiple people, Charlie uh, Charlie Wilkins, you name it. Anyone from Boston that came up, you know, like, around this area. I use you guys as role models. And it's tight to know that you're growing and changing and you're going further in life. Like, and, And I hope that when I'm your age... 
I'll have like maybe dodge some of the shit that you went through just through yeah. hearing these stories. It's probably or, hard. Yeah, I could imagine it being difficult for you to to even you know comprehend some of like you know picturing me on my knees in the morning praying. You know, I love. But it, I pray though. on my knees every morning. You know, and it you know it's just you know um, yeah I don't know I I pray for for I need it. I yeah. just need it, man. Strength, yeah. man. Strength. Yeah. I pray for that I mean, every day, too. Just yeah. personally and to myself. I'm like, I want to be strong today, and I want to progress and be better. I need to have God with me, you know? Oh, yeah. He's my big boss, man, and that's what it is for me. You know, it's like my parents taught me how to be, like, survive, you know, survivor, and then skateboarding taught me how to, you know, get up and keep fighting, you know? And then, like, and now, now it's funny because this program... Is teaching me, you know, how to how to sort of heal myself and how to help other people heal. Yeah, you know, and so, that's it's, so dope. it's pretty, it's pretty amazing, man. You know, <laughs> I'm really grateful. Like that's the biggest word in the program is like the, the word grateful. Really, what they <laughs> you, say? You, you what do they say? Just it, be it, grateful. You know, um, well, yeah, it's just you know, I mean, you know, we all have every so many things to be grateful for, you know, and and it's easy to wake up in the morning and forget that, you know. And, um, yeah, hell yeah. You know, because, you know, you're waking up in the morning, that's a new day, you know, and it's yours to do whatever you want with it, you know. You can rain on it or you can shine yeah. on it, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you know, and, and you should be grateful for that day, you know, and you should make the best with that day. Yeah. And, um, and do the most with it, you know. Yeah. And, um, you know, you see those bumper stickers that say one day at a time. <laughs> that's like, you know, the AA motto. That's yeah. like the, you know, and, um, yeah, so I just, you know, I I just practiced. I learned a lot, learned a lot in the program, and um, and I, you know, I listen, I listen, and I do what I'm told, and you know, um, because you know most of the people, you know, have a lot more experience than I do. Yeah. And 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 some gnarly stories in there. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure. it's incredible. Yeah. You know, it's it's really touching, and and I always hear something that um. You know, I, I mean, I hear I hear tons of stuff in there every time. Yeah, stuff I, I need to hear, stuff that keeps me focused, stuff that reminds me, um, stuff that gives me hope, and faith, and joy, oh, yeah. and uh, serenity, and um, and uh, yeah, I just can't. You know, it's it's incredible. It's like, dude, yeah. I mean, it's weird to say, you know. You're not the first person, though, have you ever on the heard, podcast. Ever, I've had oh, multiple people. I Neil Mims. I had, what did he say? He loved the program, too? Yeah, he, he talked about his alcoholism and, and yeah. going through all this uh, gnarly but, stuff. Yeah, if and, you can get yourself, if, you, if you're struggling, get yourself to some meetings. Because uh, if you give it some time, you know, you'll see what I'm talking about. It's the greatest thing on this planet. It's the greatest show on earth, hands down. <laughs> I'm straight with you, dude. It's it's unreal. I imagine, like... To be like, able to, you know, I... I you'd, I, I never thought I'd get so much out of it, you know? I mean, dude, if you had any idea of the pain I was in, you know? Just, yeah. you know, passively suicidal, you know, passively suicidal. You know, it's like I didn't want to kill myself, but I was just, like, yeah. completely just struggling, you know? Really just unhappy and just not really sure how to face some stuff in my life, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. You know? It's just crazy. And to be a father raising kids and sort of carrying... You know, six tons of baggage. You know, you got to you got to shed all that yeah, to move yeah, forward and, for and, sure. And because and, and the program, I've been able to 
you know, address that stuff and take it head on and move on from it. Well, to, so, to, to move forward or to end this segment, but yeah. then move forward, I want to yeah. say I'm grateful <laughs> that you, you come on the podcast and that you're brave enough and you're strong enough to share your, share your struggles and to show your character and strength. Because that's like a hard thing to share with people. But I'm telling you right now, a kid growing up in the projects like me with no guidance, people that shared that were older than me, when they shared their feelings and their truths, didn't sugarcoat shit, but were honest about their struggles, but showed that they're moving forward. And trying to get better, showing their humanity, their human side, it helped me. It helped me a hundred and ten percent. It helped me. I was, I was as a little kid. I was suicidal. Like I didn't. I was just like depressed little kid, and I was angry. And there was days where I'm like, I just don't want to be here. Yeah. It's just been raining all day, and mm. there's all this violence and angry, and shit's not the way I thought it would be. But then I would hear like this song, or I'd hear or see this person, and they would talk about things like they had been through and then how they moved used it as fuel and moved forward and i would just be like if he did it like i can't you know what i mean like i could do it like and it, it really changed my life and helped me it helped me help me 110 percent. so i'm grateful we gotta use that word again very grateful yeah that you're willing to talk and express and share we you know it, it's like i'm still you know i i've got some time you know under my belt right now like i said i've been been sober for like 15 months and it's like it's it so much has happened you know, so many layers of the onion have been peeled in yeah. such a short time, you know, it's been remarkable, but like, we should do this again, you know, down the road, because, you know, it's like such an evolutionary process when you're in the program, you know, you just, you keep growing and it just keeps getting better every day. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm, well, I'm I can down. promise you, I can promise you, like, believe me, it's, it's true. You know? Yeah. So, um. Yeah, we should we should do that, you know, because I could probably be more valuable, you know, down the road when I have more experience, you know, and I have a lot of other, you know, I heard about other friends of mine, skateboarders that got into the program, yeah. you know, too, and, um, and I was always intrigued by that, you know, but I was like, you know, to be honest with you, I was, you know, kind of scared to, to sort of get my tail in the door. You know, I could only imagine I know, would be too, for um, sure. Just like, you know, yeah, it's it's hard to get in that door. Because it seems yeah. like you're admitting, it's like you're almost admitting, you're yeah, like, look, yeah. I, and, I mean, and I, yeah. you know, I certainly didn't didn't know, you know, I, would, I thought, you know, an alcoholic or an addict is somebody who's, you know, in the abandoned house, peeing all over themselves, <laughs> yeah. throwing up on, you know, and yeah. And that's not the case at all, you know. There's um, functioning alcoholics and, and drug addicts, people that can function yeah, to a degree, yeah, but they're not yeah. optimized. They're yeah, not and, living. You know, and, and, you know, all it really comes down to is that, you know, alcohol and drugs is just just a solution yeah. for the real pain, you know. Yeah. It's a solution for the real pain inside, you know. And, yeah, uh, maybe not and, the healthiest one, though. <laughs> no, I, you know, whatever. Like, it's just, I don't even... You know, for me, I feel like the most awkward thing right now talking about this is just that I, I only have the experience that I have because I've I've only been in for. Well, we're gonna have to we're been, gonna have to revisit you know? it for yeah, sure. You should you should you should get some of the other guys out there. There's other skaters out there. They might not want to share, but yeah. if, if you know, I like I said, Neil Mims came on and he he talked about it in yeah. depth and it was pretty sick. And I think he had more under his belt than you. But I want to come back. We'll come back and revisit and be like. Talk about it again, because we'll yeah. probably... Recovery, dude, skateboarding, you know, 
it, it sort of needs to be talked about. And, you know, 100%. We're, we're skaters, dude. We, we're lawless, you know? Yeah. I, dude, I did everything. Yeah, yeah. Dude, everything. Renegade. Everything. And, and, and you know, it, it's great to be lawless. Yeah. You know, it's great to be in a culture where everything's accepted, you know, no limits and stuff. But at the same time, you know, not everybody can get out of that, you know. And so it's almost like maybe skateboarding's getting to that point where some of us older guys have found the solution, you know, in the program, you know. Yeah. And, um, and um, you got to share that yeah, shit. Yeah, you gotta we share really it. do. We really <laughs> do because, you know, it's just like. You know, there's so many more amazing skaters out there that, um, you know, need to hear the message. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. And um, so, well, but. we'll come back. We'll come back and visit again. We'll sure. switch it up a little bit now. I had, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had good. some, <laughs> but that's good. I like that. That was in yeah. depth, and that was as good as we. That was like that's amazing. That was like, pretty hard. Not I hard, but just like you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, whatever. Get, it's get good. It's good though because if we talk about this stuff, if we're like honest about our lives and our things, we we get it off. We get it off our chest, and then we can grow past it. And it's like the I agree. First way is talk. I bet they talk about that in there. Is like talking about stuff. Yeah, honesty. Honesty is just yeah. the biggest part of the program. I know, bet. Really, because if you can't get honest with yourself. Then you can't heal. You yeah, know? that's so, most of the problem is we're not honest. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. All right, skate talk now. Yes. Um. Com- completely switching gears here. You guys had enough of that. I gave you. We gave you enough of that. All right, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Um. Fa- all right. Who are some skaters that you grew up like that you idolized or that you looked up to or that you're inspired by? Wade Spare. Yes. Fuck yes. I did not expect that, but it makes perfect sense. Oh, he's the king. Um, <laughs> Why? Was it just how fast and how crazy and powerful? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sickest trainee skater ever. Um, can get on a vert ramp and spin a 540. Damn. Can backside 50-50, a 50 and stair handrail. Gnarly. You know, um, I don't know. Can stall a sick invert. Listens to metal. Yeah. <laughs> Likes to drive tractors. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you do. Wade, dude. <laughs> Can't front on Wade. Uh, Chris Sen. Yes, another dude who yeah. really fast and yeah. powerful. Yeah, I, I, I just related. I, re- I could relate a lot to those guys. John Cardiel, Mike Frazier. Yes. Um, let me think of some other guys. I, Daywon Song is just the most incredible skater ever he'll never um, stop it seems like i know i know i somehow yeah i somehow i yeah i was following him instagram on instagram and then i didn't see him for a while I, I don't know if i unfollowed him on accident or not but i ended up following him again recently and then i just did like a half hour day one session just yeah. watching all his clips it was I did it. Not, I did it not that long ago too. I just like overindulged on some day one. Yeah, I love day one. Mind he's him. a nice guy too. Um, Damn, I never met him. I'm kind of jealous. Oh yeah, he's awesome. Oh. I love, yeah, he's cool. I don't know him that well, but I, you know, he's always been nice. Um, shoot. When, uh, all right, you, you named off a few. Right. We're gonna move forward. It's right. rapid fire at this point. What uh, what? Wh- I don't know how to ask this. It's kind of a weird question, but I'm just going to get it out, and then you can take it for what it is. What Was there a moment or anything that made you, like, focus on style and skateboarding? Or, like, how, like, I don't know. Because you, you have a great style. 
And people, whenever I go anywhere, and I know people, you probably don't want to hear me talk about this stuff, because, <laughs> but regardless, I think you have a great style, and I think skateboarders get that and know that, and that, that was something iconic in skateboarding. Like, even just the way you dress and the way you do your tricks and push. Like, everyone I know that's a fan of you, which is a lot of motherfuckers, they, that's what they talk about. Like, the push, the style. I had someone on the podcast, I think it was Akil, talking about it. Just being like, yeah, and yeah, he was talking about the style and the influence from you, and Westgate talks about that as well, and like, Sick. I do too, I'm like, yeah, the dude, the pop, I want to do pop shove-its, because you did them so fucking proper, like, you popped the fuck out of those pop shove-its, no one else would do it like that, and we're like, so like, was there a thing where you became conscious of that, or just... Of style? Yeah, um, style and the way you did things. I don't know. And I do things. <laughs> I know, um, you know, we we studied, like, the blind video, I mean, we, stu- we studied every skate video, um, yeah. and then I remember... I met my best buddy, Jason, Jason Case. He's from my hometown. Yeah. He grew up with me and Brian Anderson and Judd. And Brian, right? Yeah. yeah. He, and he had the half pipe in his backyard that we all skated. Um, and um, around the time when Buster Halterman had a part in the Planet Earth video, um, and, and oh, Jason, Jason particularly was gravitating toward... Bod Boyle's style and Chris Miller and Sick. Buster Halterman, so he kind of influenced me. I was like a big Eric Dressen fan. Sick. Yeah, he was like my favorite. And then, um, and you know, we liked everybody pretty much. Um, and um, but Jason kind of like got me. I don't know. I remember he kind of influenced me a little bit. And then we started sort of studying um, some of those guys in that Planet Earth video. And Chris Miller's parts, you know, just just completely just oozing style. And then Buster's stuff was really just next level, unique, innovative stuff. And then you know, even Barker Barrett, you know, Dude, it's just a really yeah, real, the video. I mean, Javante and you know everybody in that Brian Lottie, that was probably one of the best videos ever. Um, the, the now and later, I think. Yeah, and then. Um, I don't know, whatever. So around that time, we just started, like, putting a little, like, exclamation park point on our tricks, you know, trying to clean things up a little bit and flow a little bit more and add a little bit more grace. And and um, and that became, like, the new, the new, that became, like, the new, you know, like, yeah. that, like, our, you know, we graduated to a whole new understanding of, uh, and a whole new approach, you know. Yeah, that's you so know? dope. And, um. And we just applied it to everything and stuff. And then, uh, and in the winters, man, we just really just skated all the indoor parks. So, you know, you had plenty of time to learn, you know, how to get better at training. <laughs> yeah. And get skate. We used to skate a lot of vert, you know. So um, we padded up and. It's know. so crazy. I remember when I was watching you, you would do, you'd always jump on the vert ramp at Skaters Island, mm-hmm. and like sometimes without pads. And I never, yeah. Yeah, I, no pads. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Pads, like no yeah. pads, and I was just like, people made fun of me. I mean, not made, you know, people would be like, you know, <laughs> put some pads on and learn some errors, you freak. No, I'd be like, I just never. I don't know. You're like, I'll do a pivot to fakie and some airs and. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could do a couple things, you know, a couple little, you know, lean to tails, Madonnas, whatever. But um, I never really, I never really got to some of those real goals that I. Did had you ever do a five forty? No, <laughs> I've tried to, you know, spin, but the board would always go somewhere else, you know. Um, I can't but, even imagine trying one. I'm amazed you tried it. Good for you. Yeah. Charlie Thomas. It wasn't pretty. Charlie yeah. Thomas, um, 
at Woodward West, they have the resi mm. vert ramp. Mm-hmm. He learned 540s at the age of 38, wow. um, and he landed it. Wow. Oh, shit. I watched him battle this thing for so long. No way. Charlie landed it. And if anyone who knows Charlie Thomas knows he's the man. He's like the yeah. nicest. I love Charlie. Nicest, most yeah. solid dude. And just watch him fulfill his childhood dream at fucking 38. I was like the biggest smile. And just he had it on his face. And I couldn't help but. He's like, driven. I skated a pool with him, I think. Oh, yeah. And he's I remember driven. he was doing disasters in the deep end. And I remember being like, shit. Dude, scrap. Like, I gotta skip my game. Like, dude, how's like, I don't know. Not that you know. I just felt like no, it was I get inspiring it. me, and I was just like trying to figure out how to do something equivalent. You know, I don't. Know. It's nice when sessions are rad like that, where you, you know, you, you're, you're like, I gotta get, I gotta get into, you know, dude, I need I, some I, of that. That was rad. I'm, I'm, I'm getting some. Wow, he was my team manager yeah. for a long time, and he would kill the demo harder than me sometimes. So I'd get that same thing. I'd be like, what the. He's like twice my age, and he's like, holy shit, this dude is just a beast. Like, I don't get it. He's a vegan as well. Mm. Vegan, lived a healthy lifestyle, yoga, stretching, all that stuff. And I kind of got into some of the stretching and yoga because of Charlie. Because I would would stay at his house, and I'd wake up to like, I don't know the guy's name anymore, but it was some workout program, T90 or P90X. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. And I'd wake up to that, and Charlie would be like standing next to me in like some yoga pose and i'd just be waking up all groggy and i'd be like he's like sweating and like it's so early in the morning he's already doing p90x and i'm like fuck but then i'd watch him skate and i'm like it must this must work like i like i can't argue the results because the dude is like still learning at this age it was insane to me i never got into the vegan shit though it seemed too hard i can't like i'm not that disciplined yet i don't even know if it's the right thing to do either but he he was into it. I don't think he is anymore, though. I'm psyched on that. Like, I just don't... Uh, yeah. I'm kind of just taking one battle at a time right now. <laughs> you know? What but I would like to definitely eat a lot more better. I mean, eat, eat like... I wouldn't mind being a vegetarian. Yeah. I mean, I really love eating meat, but... We may need we may need some of that meat, though. I don't know. We might need protein. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I will. I'm I know I know when I'm, when I'm doing my thing, you know skateboard wise full full on you yeah know? you need it you need I, it. I yeah i tend to i you know i skate hard what uh happened yeah. to your fingers i saw you putting some peroxide oh on we last winter we let me see that looks pretty gnarly dude yeah last winter um we transferred from oil to gas so they put the gas line into the house and then we got a new gas burner system down there yeah but the old oil burner um is still there the oil tank i saw it in half with it with the sawzall you just cut it in half yeah and i it because it was too big to fit out the door and i put it out on the um on the street and somebody drove off with it scrapped the metal you know oh, sick. but i kept trying to get we kept trying to find somebody to take the old oil burner and so these people came over and the thing weighs 700 pounds so we couldn't even get it up the stairs Gnarly. so jj this guy jj came over yesterday with some tools and we just took the whole oil burner apart and um bit by bit but yeah i was trying to i was trying to um it, it's weird it, it's like it's like a loaf of bread yeah and you like take this big huge um chisel type thing and you just beat it with the sledgehammer to get each slice of bread yeah to come off it's, yeah. But each slice of bread is is it actually like a sixty pound piece of cast iron? <laughs> yeah, it's not bread. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, so the thing's freaking heavy. But we were 
banging it apart, and uh, I smushed two of my fingers yeah, in between brutal. the. the, the uh, I thought I lost the fingertips. Yeah, Imagine it, that. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I was. I was bleeding all over the sink, and Jesse's yelling at me, and I'm like, <laughs> she's like, oh shit. <laughs> You're like, I have fucking zombie fingers. Yeah, dude, I gotta get... There's still grease and dirt in there, I gotta get it out, but... If if you did lose a finger, you wouldn't have been the first person on the podcast that was missing a finger. Uh, Nick Dompierre's brother came on, and he told the story. If you guys Uh, want to go back and listen to this one, um, Jordan Dompierre, if you go back and find his episode, he tells this epic story about how he was an idiot drinking, (laughs) I swear to God, he had alcohol problems, and he lost his finger because of it. He was trying to pop a tire because he was drunk at a bar, and he got thrown out. And he was trying to pop someone's tire with a knife, and he fucking stabbed the tire, and it closed. The knife closed ah, on his finger. Jeez. Yeah. And so, it, did he lap it right off? Yeah, from the knuckle, the the just, the knuckle off. He has just a nub now. Yeah. Did he, did he pick up the finger and, like... Take it. I gotta go back and listen to the episode. I do too many of these. My hard drive's full. I gotta go back and like relive it again. Yeah, I know. So you wouldn't have been the first person. You would have been the second finger list dude on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Well, I mean, we got an hour and a half, dude, and I think you crushed it. And I, like I said, I'm very grateful that you're down to share and it, it really makes an impact in people's lives. And it's cool to know. I feel like for skateboard fans, like... This podcast is there's nothing like it, and there's never been anything like this. Like, where you can really get to know the pros that you grew up watching or that you're a fan of now, and you really get to know their character and who they are and what they've been through. And I think that's an amazing thing. It helps me. I love podcasting. I love hearing stories. I love listening to people that dedicate their lives to something and aren't scared to talk and share and just be human and show it. And I appreciate you coming on and doing that with me because. You know, it's lonely out here, and it's nice to have people out there like that. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. And thanks more. for, you know, I mean, you know, it's, thanks for getting me to talk. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. Dude. I'd have a way of doing that. I think yeah. I've been podcasting for 80 episodes, I kind of got it down now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Damn, I can't believe you've done that many already. Crazy, man. Cool. Hang on, brothers and sisters. Liberation is near. It's almost time.